0: It's on. On this week's episode of Beyond the Beats, we've got the freshest releases from Alesso, Louis the Child, and Aluna, Channel Trace, and more. Plus, Swish House Mafia just sold their entire back catalog of music, and Alec has a blind question for me. I'm a bit scared, but the show must go on.
1: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, EDM champions, welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Beats, a podcast about EDM news and culture. This is episode 131. And, you know, I, I was thinking, Samir, to kick things off this week, I-, I know I mentioned a couple episodes prior that I was getting into some 90s Eurodance, right? That's kind of getting back into that just because you know it's kind of a, a little bit for the youngsters out there a bit of a forgotten or unknown time period for dance music yep. so i figured i'll put on this track which is an absolute it's a quintessential classic from that time period okay so ladies and gentlemen edm champions get ready this is gonna hit a little bit harder than you might expect this is paul elstack with his track the promised land let me take you to a place i know Soul to soul, baby, it shows Let me free you from the sorrow Let me guide-
0: It's so funny when you listen to like these 90s Euro dance tracks again after so Uh long because a lot of them sort of have like this like common motif, right? And like these common themes throughout, like, you know, for instance, in this track, sort of like, you know, we got to take it higher. We got to keep going, you know what I mean? We got to get to the (laughs) other side. And like those kicks are always like super, super intense to keep the energy up on the dance floor. But it just feels so raw if that's the right way to put it like that's why i love these tracks because you know sometimes when i listen to music today i feel like the tracks are just overproduced a little bit too Mm -hmm, refined mm -hmm. but when you listen to 90s euro dance tracks it really brings you back to a simpler time to a time where it was just about creating fun melodies and fun memories on the dance floor with high energy tunes Alec, I am so curious to
1: know, like, why are you diving back into 90-0 dance? Like, what is going on with you? You know, I was honestly just, uh, I was coming on a plane, on a plane ride back from uh, the East Coast like, okay. before we started the season. And, you know, I was just going through kind of just my my, you know, Discography, if you were, like all the songs I have saved and just noticing different trends of mine that I've been listening to. And I was like, hmm, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to kind of just like dig a little bit deeper or rewind time a bit and listen to some older stuff. Because uh-huh. you, you get, in, you know, with the show, you get into such a, a flow of constantly consuming new music, right? And looking for the next trends that you sometimes forget to kind of. You know, if not educate yourself, appreciate the origins. rather than just go back and enjoy exactly you know, and yeah. go appreciate the yeah. the older sound stuff. And so I just went through um, uh, some, just started looking up, you know, on Spotify and stuff before I was boarding the plane, and I put one on. I'm like, shit, this kind of kind of goes a bit hard, like not what you would initially <laughs> would have thought. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like it really totally kind of slaps you. Like you could just imagine it live and just you know, back in the day, people going nuts over it. So it's just that high energy, high intensity uh combined with this kind of like airy lighter vocals and such in a little bit you know some cliches if if it were in in the vocals it's such an interesting contrast that you know i think the closest that you see to it today would be like trance but even then in trance it's still not quite what it used to be in terms of that so i think it's such a interesting dichotomy to have in in music and i wonder if we're ever going to go back to that at some point we talked about the old and it's time to get into the new here
0: on episode 131 of beyond the beats a podcast about edm news and culture we're going to dive into the freshest releases here on beyond the beats we have our very own unique rating scale and it ranges from levels one through five Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level 4 is what we call Just Bought Tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist, and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level 5 is Speechless. It's just you and the music. The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless so to recap level one is one listen level two is background noise level three is turn it up level four is just bought tickets and level five is speechless let's get back to it all right
1: where, where are we starting off this week man yeah we, yeah we done?
0: this artist he's a show favorite mm. okay and we're starting off with alesso he teamed up with sentinel for their track only you take a listen
1: I'm going to let you, I'm going to kick this back to you, actually, for, for tips this. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on it. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So I'll start by saying that you'll usually, see, you'll
0: see why. You'll okay. see why. I'll start by saying that like, usually Alesso's collaborations with vocals are not my cup of tea. It's just not my thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But this one really- what about got, falling? Oh, uh, w- so I said usually. So like tracks <laughs> like falling? <laughs> I know. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. You're just, you're just being a dick early on in this episode, but- <laughs> this one really felt like classic Alesso From like the early 2010s I just found the melodies yeah. to be engaging The vocals really fit right in With the rest of the production It's nothing spectacular though Like it's nothing like super like Oh my god this blew Mm-mm. my mind Like it's progresso sound But it still feels like Alesso And it's the type of track you'd want to hear In one of his sets So you, you can't
1: hate it But I'm just not loving it What are your thoughts? That's that's a great quote there You, you can't, you know love it, but you can't also hate it. I'm paraphrasing you a bit there, but yeah. I, you know, I certainly don't hate it and I certainly do not love it either. To be honest, man, it's like, this is just kind of pleasurable to listen to. As yeah, you said, like, it's just nice. Like it, it's, it's soothing. It seems nice. It's everything you'd want, but I'm just so fucking tired of these tracks coming out. I'm tired of it. Like we, I Whoa. really want to move on. Like I'm serious. Like I Alesso has the ability to do more, and this just seems like he's just churning out kind of a you know, sticking to the formula, right? And wow. I'm kinda I'm kinda done with it, like to be honest, man. Like it's just this is just a skip for me when I'm on it because I'm just like, okay, like it's another Alesso track. Like it's it's nice, there's nothing like wrong with it. Yeah. But I just want to see him doing things more differently. Like I know he's got a progressor, right? And I'm all big in on that. Hell yeah. But under his regular kind of like releases, I just would like to see some more kind of like changing. And I, and I think really what kickstarted it was just showing Hardwell coming back uh, and being like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm doing what I want to do. I don't care if a lot of my old, you know, the fans from like the 2013 era don't really like it that much. We're moving shit forward. We're changing stuff yeah. up. I expect a lot from Alessa. We know he's got the chops, so I want to see more from him. Dude, I am, I'm pretty, pretty
0: impressed by your your <laughs> your passion right <laughs> now so, that? so alec what is your official beyond the beats rating let's hear it yeah this one i'm going to give a background noise a level two level out two of out of five. five it's cases like this where i wish you would let us have decimals uh but i think i'm gonna have to round the decimal I'm not, I'm down not, that's bait I'm not jumping on level two that out of five background noise as well like i said nothing but you're like, just
1: praising the track how does that make any I don't, sense i don't
0: know if i was necessarily praising it like it really sounds <laughs> like him but again it's not, positive like, compared to mine. it's not like it's I'm, not like i'm gonna like turn it up it seems like you got some issues that you need to take up with the lesson so I'll, I'll get you <laughs> I'm gonna in talk contact the about it
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll get
0: you i'll get you in contact with this team bro while we move on to this next artist right here who i just okay. absolutely love this guy channel trace he just put out a two track ep one is called the gonsfeld experiment the other one's called acid in my
1: blood alec Which one would you want to play for the EDM champions? Let's hear it. See, I I have a feeling this is not going to be in line with which one was your favorite, but I actually preferred Acid In My Blood.
0: Cool. Let's give Channel
1: Trace's track Acid In My Blood a play. you know man you know channel trace whereas i like to nickname chanel, chanel trace, trace. Because he's got that kind of like you know he's got that chanel type of vibe to him as well so yeah i like i prefer that name i've always said that it's pretty good you know it's got that luxe type of vibe with it like kind of like cool laid back you know and, and that's the thing with this so like champions if you've not really listened to channel trace before you might be thinking especially up there in the song like oh you know what's so kind of like special about it and It's not like a a pump you up. Like that's not what the music's designed to do. It's a very chill, very vibey type of thing. You know, it's quite West Coast to be perfectly honest in terms of like the vibe with it, like playing it outside on a beautiful day by the beach or, you know, in a bar, right? Sipping on a cocktail, something like that. That's just these type of songs. So it's not like the most crazy danceable one. So you have to manage your expectations when listening to it. And certainly I do when I start like analyzing his tracks. This I thought was just really, you know, interestingly and well done you know it's not something mm-hmm. that blew me away but it's a, it's a solid vibe acid my blood certainly was now the other one gansfeld experiment that was very interesting and very experimental yeah so i definitely recommend to go listen to that if you're looking for something different so you know honestly this is just something that i think is a very solid release for a you know, vibey Sets the room, sets the tone right. So I'm going to go ahead and actually give this one a level 3 out of 5. Level 3 out of 5, turn it up. Nice, nice, nice. I'm
0: going to take it a step further than you, a level 4 out of 5. Just bought tickets to me. The reason being, dude, is this guy just has such an unbelievable range in the tracks that he puts out. And what I really love about this particular EP is that it has this really old school feel to it. Even when listening to it on Spotify, Mm. it feels like you're listening to a vinyl, which is like a very hard effect to achieve. And, you know, Mm. of course, Channel Trace being Channel Trace, I mean, the guy just exudes sexiness on both of these tracks. Sexiness
1: and swagger. There's a swagger to his songs and production too, right? He's got a real swagger.
0: I wish I had a fraction of this guy's swagger, okay? And sexiness (laughs) because my life would just be so much better. (laughs) Um, But this is really the kind of music That I would love to hear At a nice cocktail lounge In New York City Mm. And that's why This just really resonates with me Because I love music like this So for me Level 4 out of 5 Just bought tickets Alec taking it up uh, a notch On the energy scale We're moving into Louis the Child and Aluna They just teamed up for their track Cry Take a listen
1: interesting one for me okay because okay. i did enjoy it but it kind of weirded me out a little bit where i was a little bit confused about some of the elements wow. like i'm all for experimentation and adding things in but there was a little bit kind of like particularly towards the end of the song yeah i can't remember exactly where off the top of my head just got a little bit too weird like it just didn't seem so weird that it wasn't almost like coherent you know so i i, I started enjoying it but it just that combined with just, it just didn't seem like it was very much that special to me, you know? Mm. So I'm going to be perfectly honest. It's not a track that I'm going to come back to. It's not saying that it's horribly done, but it, it just something with it just kind of put me off. And again, just didn't really blow me away. So this is going to be a background noise, level two out of five from me. What'd you think? Yeah. Interesting, man. So I just want to say that really quickly that
0: Louis the child, whether it be their music or their sets, I mean, these guys, I really think they're, they're one of a kind, but when it comes to this particular song, I really think that the shining star who pulled this track all the way through the end was Aluna, not Louis Mm. the Child. Aluna sounded absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing in this song. And like you, I completely agree. That second drop, it just did not feel cohesive with the rest of this song, dude. It's like, it kind of had, and I'm putting this in quotes because I can't find a better way to describe this, like those old school skrillex like wubs they just kind of (laughs) come out of nowhere and then it switches right back to this bouncy future house and that's why i found this kind of weird dude so i Mm -hmm. agree with you i'm a level two out of five background noise on this one i just cannot see myself trying to listen to this over and over again but alec final track for the new music section we're talking about disclosure teaming up with ray for their track waterfall here we go
1: Vibes, vibes, vibes Ooh. all the way, right, Just my man. Eat that's them all that's all disclosure up, man. that's disclosure for you. They're very talented at that. You know, again, like, you know, as you can tell it's a little bit more of a, a chiller mm-hmm. type of new music section this week. So Again, like this is just something where you just want to stick on and like take a nice drive to, or you're sitting on the beach or sitting outside, something like that. Just really vibe to it. And you could dance a little bit to it as well. Like they, they really make sure to keep the rhythm intact in there, just enough to kind of get you kind of bobbing along at the very least and then dancing with, you know, your partner. At another, so I I enjoyed this. Didn't love it, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'll give this a level three out of five. Just turn it up. What about you, man? Dude, oh my gosh! If you want to talk about groove, I mean, look no further than
0: Disclosure, man. I mean, the, the their ability to craft a baseline that just gets stuck in your head and makes you want to move your feet. I mean, these guys are at the forefront of that. And then teaming up with Ray. What a fantastic idea, man. I just love this. I'm seriously loving everything about this track. You got the UK house influence from Disclosure with the beautiful vocals from Ray and just comes together for an amazing final product. And all three of these people delivered just at a level that I think we can all appreciate. So I'm going for a level four Mm. out of five. Just bought tickets. I cannot wait to hear this live at Electric forest alec very nice we just ran through all this new music we had it on repeat but we gotta make sure that the edm champions they feel connected to what
1: we just talked about so where can they find all the links to this great music let's hear it absolutely head on over to our website beyondthebeats.co and navigate yourself over to the show notes section and remember this is episode 131 links to everything that we've discussed will be in there Please also reach out to us on social. We we love engaging with the community. Really, truly fulfills us. On Instagram, we're at btb.pod. On Twitter, we're at podbtb. My personal Twitter is alec underscore btb. And Samir's is samir underscore btb. And one last little thing. If you see the rating on Spotify, please go ahead and give it your rating. Five stars, if you are truly enjoying the show. That goes a long, long way. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Oh boy. Ah, uh, speaking
0: of electric forest, dude.
1: I I I wish you were coming. I forgot that you were yeah. Well, I mean, I still, this is, I still this, is there a possibility that you'll be there? What what's the what are the dates again?
0: I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. It's, it's August, isn't it? It's June. It's in June. You know, if you do dis- if you do decide to come, okay, and you need help finding me in
1: the audience at Electric Forest. Yeah, I might not even let you know. I might just turn just, up just and try to find up.
0: you. And all you have to do <laughs> is look up in the air while disclosure is on and see the North Star. <laughs> and see the Beyond the Beats flag oh, waving high thing. and proud. Yes. And I'll tell you where we got that yes. flag made, dude. Our sponsors, Fest Flags, F-E-S-T-F-L-A-G-S dot um, yes. com. They helped us design a flag with our logo on it that we can wave high and proud at a festival mm-hmm. or a rave. And we teamed up with them to give you a discount if you want to make your own flag. So just go on to festflags.com, use the code BTBPOD for 10% off. And just like us, you're going to be very happy with the final product. Moving Ooh, into the news go. and culture section. Alec. Oh, yes. Sorry. I'm excited to, to talk about this with you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Swedish House Mafia making another move this time they just sold the masters and publishing rights of their entire back catalog so make sure that we really kind of separate out the two eras of their music the back catalog of their music to a group called Pop House Entertainment so what, what exactly does that mean so based on my research what I've done here the rights to sort of do what you want with this music that Swedish House Mafia created before their hiatus is now under ownership of Pop House Entertainment. And I find this kind of interesting because we're actually seeing a lot of other artists do this as well, where artists are saying you know what, I don't want the rights to the music that I created way back when. I'm going to sell it to somebody for, in this case, an undisclosed amount, but I can, uh, I can assume that it was a very, very high-valued back catalog. But this is following in the footsteps of Fleetwood Mac, Neil Young, Shakira, Calvin Harris. So this isn't like a, a move that we haven't seen before. But I'm interested to get your thoughts on this, Alec. Like, Why do you think that artists are selling their back
1: catalogs of their music? You know, it's that's a very interesting question, man, and I think it's something that's much more prevalent now than it may have been ever really before. I think probably the number one reason is going to be to do with how the artists feel about you know the the revenue share that they are generating through streaming nowadays, right? Like we've yeah. seen reports that it is slightly going down. Across the different major streaming platforms, and also just you know the the huge increase in and f- in frequent consumption of music, like there are huge tracks coming out all the time now, and people are uploading so many different songs, you know, big artists and small artists, and they have the viral artists that take off. So I think for especially for your back catalog, right? You know, there's no necessar- there's no guarantee it's going to continue doing well, right? Yeah. And, and you don't want it to get lost necessarily in the noise so it's almost like you would you rather be you know paid for it in full up front right Right. now with no uncertainty or have some uncertainty moving forward like how is this music gonna do yeah you know monetarily in the next five or ten years and then i think secondly beyond that is and again, like I'm not sure why for Swedish House Mafia it might be just because they want to focus more on their music than anything. But I'm sure by having these these companies come, you know, and purchasing the catalogs and the rights, the publishing rights, there are many different avenues to explore for increasing the amount of money they're generating from past songs, right? Commercials, yep. you know, movie deals, you know, all, all
0: those type of things. Access that would size, require. integration you know, like exercise classes.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, Zumba. Zumba, Peloton, uh, you know, Peloton, Zumba, go you know Body those Yeah, I mean, seriously, you know, that might require, you know, Swedish maybe not themselves, but hiring different people internally on a team to take care of that when they can take a big payout yeah. and have someone also continue to work you know on that you know for them so we don't know what the the disclosed you know we don't know what the fee was it wasn't disclosed but i imagine it was a massive amount oh yeah you know you you can kind of you know you can kind of equate it to in the business world where you've got you know uh, a massive investor coming in and just you know essentially buying you out of uh, you know a certain portion of your shares so you still have some rights to it but it's not as much as you would have before the difference now is that you just got a huge cash injection up front so you know, and they're also getting towards the end of their, their career, probably, right? We know that they've reunited, but who knows how long for. So yeah, for all those reasons kind of combined, I think it's probably why they did this.
0: Yeah, I, I think I would agree with you, man, that it seems like they're starting to get towards the end of their career, because not only did they sell the back catalog of the Swedish House Mafia music, but they also sold the back catalog of the Axwell and Grosso project as right. well. So mm-hmm. it, it seems like after this tour or maybe one more tour, they're thinking like, I think I'm gonna be That's done. I yeah, think call I'm gonna it, call, it quits, yeah, I'm lot, gonna call yeah. it quits. I can't I can't handle these guys anymore. Like, I'm just so fucking done with these other people part of this band. You know, we know that Swedish House Mafia has had some uh internal struggles in the past before we've covered it on this podcast. But mm-hmm. dude, I, I totally agree with you, man. I think that, you know, they they've held on to the masters and the publishing rights for these tracks for so long. They probably have realized What they're uh, assuming is going to be the majority of revenue that they can achieve from just like holding on to these tracks and now selling it has kind of provided them, like you said, with another cash injection where they're just like, we're rolling in this money. We don't even have to like burden ourselves or our team with holding on to the rights of these tracks to do anything. They don't have to do anything anymore with it. They could just focus on their new album, Paradise Again, rather than sort of be quote unquote tied to their old music. And like I said, like we saw this happen with Fleetwood Mac, Neil Young, Shakira, Calvin Harris. So th- this really isn't like a new thing that's happening. I just wonder who else? Who else in the EDM scene do we think uh is going to be pulling a move like this? Like I mean, we just talked about the return of Hardwell into a brand new sound, so could we see maybe Hardwell following along in these footsteps, you know, sort of like letting go? Maybe, of but I think, what is, I,
1: I I don't know, because I think here might be, it might be slightly a difference. I could be talking on my ass here. but Yeah, let's hear it. Does Swedish House, do they have a, a record label? Do they no, run a label? No, they don't. Does Calvin Harris run a label? I don't believe he does, no. See, I think that might be a major point of difference then, because someone like Hardwell has revealed records, right? Very good point. Very good. Point. So I think there's a big difference there and why they would want to maintain and hold on to, because, you know, they're getting into the music business side of things. I think this is indicating that they don't want to get involved in the music business side of things. They yeah. have no plans to. Whereas if you have your own record label, like sure, you could probably still, you know, sell your back catalog, but as kind of the figurehead and the, and the forehead, I don't know if that would necessarily be the smartest thing. I, I'm not, you know, the most educated on these type of, you know, relationships and dealings. Be interesting to talk to someone who is, but it, that just appears to me early on to be an indicator. It's like if you have your own record label and you're really proactively, when you're done producing music, trying to be in the music business industry, you might not be inclined to sell your back catalog, you know, yeah. regardless of the sum that the people are throwing at you.
0: Yeah, well, have to, we'll have to keep an eye on it for sure, man. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm very interested to see what other EDM artists follow in the footsteps. Yeah, I'm sure of there's going to be some big names exactly. doing it. Sure. Exactly. Exactly so alec all right here we are yeah i
1: heard i heard you got something for me man i do i do i I have a question that's gonna put you on the spot a little bit just like you did to me i'm so stressed out by these questions
0: that i have to be drinking this (laughs) this kombucha right here i heard kombucha is like really good for like chilling out and like good for like gut health so this is what you've driven me to man this freaking
1: kombucha drinking okay this shit's not cheap I, I dude I know it's, a, it's, it's crazy like four
0: fucking one. dollars for a bottle like what what is yeah this?
1: You, no one would push me to, to that extremity I don't know dude but this is a good question lay it on okay? me baby lay it on you, me you, you're gonna enjoy it and I, I'm just so glad by the way too that all the champions out there are really enjoying this rotating uh topic in this section it's, I think uh, I think glad it's really that fun to join it uh, it's a lot yeah. of fun and I have a lot of fun you know thinking of the questions but also answering them too even though I may bitch and moan about you know not <laughs> knowing what it is and being like shit I hope I answer it correctly. Um okay I see what you got. So this is this is not going to be too difficult of a one, okay? Okay. You, you've got okay. this. I've I have faith and confidence in you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Imagine that you're a lineup curator and a promoter, you know, which you very well could be in, in sometime sure. in the future. You have two Events To prove to everyone that you're a genius, your reputation is on the line. Because you think so highly of your, of your best friend, raver and dance music aficionado, Alec Prieto, you took his <laughs> advice to throw events where DJs or producers have to play the opposite style set of what they normally do. The first night is a techno night. So you have to pick at least three dubstep or bass music artists that you would entrust to play a bumpin', banging, all-night techno set okay, okay, to a crowd of techno aficionados. Wow. Okay, that's So these are people who really know their shit. All right? Second night. I'm getting a pen and paper out, all right, because I need to start <laughs> jotting down names. All right, keep going, dude. I
0: got it, I got
1: it. All right, second night is dubstep night. So what three house producers, not bass house. Okay. Not bass house. Cause that's, you know, some of them kind of do that. What three house producers would you choose to do dubstep? Choose wisely, my friend.
0: Alec, great question, my friend.
1: Okay. So I just want to recap and make sure that I'm understanding
0: what yes, you're asking me. Okay. So I'm in charge of putting on two raves to really push the envelope and really challenge artists to play the opposite genre of what they normally play. So
1: yes the first night is a techno two aficionados of that that style so really hardcore fans of it the first night is
0: a techno aficionado night and i have mm-hmm. to pick three bass music or dubstep djs to play that genre of techno so that's number one yes number two i have to now on the flip side of that for bass music fans and aficionados and millennials and slander fam and cyclops army i don't know about slant no 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 not and what else i had to pick three house artists that will play that genre of music am i right here uh, that's right okay yes. cool give me one minute while i write all these names down okay I all got right it. i'm gonna put the timer on okay i got it so for night number one Techno. i have to pick three bass music artists to play techno to a bunch of techno aficionados okay yes here we go that's right my number one pick is space laces the guy Ooh. knows music <laughs> he can fucking nail it i know this for a fact number two okay is an artist that we're watching voltra very nice pick yes number three this is an artist that normally plays bass music trap but he has just got he knows just he's so diverse in his sound and that's why my last pick for this one is nitty gritty
1: oh okay (laughs) all right moving onwards hold on wow uh the other two i would have expected but that came out of left field whoa I i just
0: feel like he's got it i feel like he's got it man yeah Okay, we're going to have to
1: ask him about that. That's awesome. What a pick. I would never have in a million years expected that answer. (laughs) Yep.
0: All right. Now, for the dubstep enthusiasts and aficionados, okay, and the bass music aficionados, Mm -hmm. I have to pick three house artists that will play to what they want to hear. Okay. Number one, I think it's going to be a little bit, uh, this is a risky pick here, but I'm going to go with it. Oliver Heldens. I think he I think the guy just knows Uh how to throw down a serious set and he just has fun with it
1: all the time. Okay. Okay. That's a good one.
0: Number two, just because he's joked about this so much on Twitter, but I think it'd be very interesting to see and I think a lot of (laughs) bass sets would be so about it. You already know. know I know
1: exactly who Who he's going (laughs) with. You're gonna pick John Summit. John Summit. (laughs) <laughs> what what did he call himself as a joke about when he was no, in dubstep? a dubstep as a dubstep DJ? What
0: it was something it was John, but instead of the U in summit it'd be a V, like sudden death.
1: <laughs> oh yes. Yep. I, I you know when I was thinking of this question, I was thinking about that answer <laughs> the whole the entire time. I have no idea whether he'd be any good or not, but since he's been joking about it, why not? I yep, love it. Exactly, okay. exactly. Okay.
0: Now, for my final pick. I'm gonna go with Dead Mouse.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. to recap. That is uh, you know, actually I would tend to agree with that one. He's a phenomenal producer. You're right. That's so, that's so very to recap on this one. For my house artists, I need to play to a crowd of dubstep
0: bass music aficionados. Number one, Oliver Heldens, Number two, John mm-hmm. Summit. But instead of a U, mm-hmm. there's a V in there. And my <laughs> third and final pick
1: is Dead Mouse. I hope you yes. like that. How was that? I do. I loved those answers. Wow. Well done. You know that's not an easy one, but I. I would honestly, we should, we should uh, reach out to them, ask them if this is gonna happen. I think. I think it'd be really well, fun. you know what? We'll cut it. Awesome. We'll cut
0: a clip. We'll cut a clip, and
1: we'll tag them in it, and we'll see what they have to yeah, say. Yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. To see, We'll see what they have to say, and let's see what the champions say as well. Right? Let us know who would you pick. What do you think of our picks? Let us know on our socials. Submit absolutely our socials instagram at btb.pod and our twitter is at podbtb.
0: stay up to date with all the great things that we're up to here at beyond the beats and what alec and i are up to talked about this a little bit last week um you know i'm about to start a new job just started a new job and uh it's it's been a ride man i i you know i was i was with i was off from work for like a full month and that was so traveling around exactly i was in mexico for nearly three weeks and that was just so sick you know but feels good to be back at work, man. I missed it. My next step in my career. And uh, let's see what happens. I'll keep everybody updated. But Alec. There we go. Speaking of updates, we need Mm. to make sure that the EDM champions, they're Mm. updated with all these amazing artists that are on the rise. I'll tell you what, man. I was thinking about this. I was reflecting a little bit. When we first started this show back in 2019, some of those artists that we had featured, you know, they're doing amazing things. And we, we we kind of picked them out from when they were... You know, still like relatively unknown, just very known to like their local markets. I mean, let's 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 talk about this one, right? Freaking uh Wednesday and nostalgics. I mean, th- those two mm-hmm. women are doing absolutely insane things. It was so cool to see them at uh at EDC Orlando and we featured them like within the first season of our podcast, and now we got a chance it's to even go back to back at EDC Orlando and at other insomniac events. So I love to see it. Make sure you all get connected to all the artists that we're about to talk about. But Alec i kind of want to go first is it cool if i, if oh, I right. go first dude? yes sir okay oh, cool i'm excited for your pick
1: this because week, you're man. gonna Let's end on it. some
0: high energy i got yes, energy divide, but i'm gonna end on oh, you're gonna end on some high energy here we go for sure man take it away thank you dude all right edian champions got three words for you dance floor groovers okay you know i heard that's what all the house djs are looking for these days you know dance floor <laughs> groovers well well look no further homies okay lowdown that's my artist that I'm watching. Lowdown's got the tunes to keep your floor moving and happy. And I'm surprised I didn't feature mm-hmm. him earlier. He's had releases on Nightbase and Confession, Box of Cats, and other like notable labels. But coming at you from the land down under is just this absolutely incredible track that he just released. It's called Dance All Night. See you on the dance floor.
1: Man, yes, this, this, I, I it's, it's wonderful, really, truly, just, it's got, you know, we talk about layers so much, I think people are probably yeah. just sick of us just talking so about tired of this layers, just, just so tired of it, but seriously, like, when you're able to incorporate that into this type of house, it really is incredibly engaging for the audience, so as you um, said, it does, you know, it might not be the most energetic, but it doesn't need to be in order to be engaging, right? Like some tracks, I feel like sometimes you rely a little bit too much on the energy, right? Maybe not enough on the intricacies and the detail, but this you know, track uses those intricacies and details in order to make it engaging and in that weird way, pretty energetic and danceable. Yes. So fantastic, fantastic pick on this one. Like seriously, man, great job. Thank you, brother. I'm
0: really excited to, uh, you know, rinse this one out with you when we're, you know, doing our, oh, our yeah. DJ, our pre-games. I just, I just love this song man. I just, you know what really captured it for me was just the integration of these vocals. The integration of the vocals in mm-hmm. this track I just yes. thought was so phenomenally done. Telling a really fun story, really just kind of adding this extra layer of intricacy to this track. And then when it drops, it, you, you just can't help but move your feet. And that's why I'm just such a big fan of Lowdown. I think this guy's really going places, and I would love to see him do some shit here in the US because I want to see this guy live. So yes, please. badly. Yes, please. But Alec, it's time to increase the energy by at That's least right. 50%, my friend. <laughs> Who do you got for the artists
1: that you're watching this week? Oh, this is this is a massive, massive track. So, ladies and gentlemen, Idiom champions, if you were paying attention. At the top of this episode for my on repeat, I featured some 90s Euro Dance. You could definitely, you know, feel the energy there. But I want to introduce you to somebody who was inspired by that 90s era of music, and particularly as you can notice in a lot of her tracks, especially in this one, Euro Dance. You can hear it building up right now. Get ready for something that is just gonna slap you in the face and just You're just going to want to move to it. And however, where you can, doesn't matter, just move and groove to the pounding beats. Ladies and gentlemen, EDM champions, this is Use Caution with her remix of Warehouse Ray.
0: Dude, I gotta put on my safety vest. I gotta put on my yellow hard hat. Okay, I gotta put on my steel-toed boots. Because it's time to use some caution. Okay? Sick and tired of all this meandering about, you know, as if we're not dropping bangers and dangerously hot tracks on this fucking podcast, okay? Use caution what a great name i i just love that so much i just think it's
1: it's so fun it's so creative i love to say it and her remix she's, she's oh it's it's wonderful she you know just from everything of it it's just got so much energy packed into it. that's it's what i fun. love oh. and i feel like we haven't heard too much of this you know type of you know that yes. modernized style of that euro dance you know we're not i mean maybe we're sheltered from it so you know champions of you Know any others that are up and coming like this, you know, please shoot them away. But we haven't really heard any of this. Like that higher BPM, that higher, uh, you know, yeah. intensity stuff is really starting to come in, but in the form of other things, like you know, hard style starting to make yep. it quite large in, you know, different markets than before, or even like psytrance and stuff, but nothing quite kind of like this. You know what I mean? Where it can be really blended quite well with some bass house. And she certainly have other tracks that epitomize that more. But I picked this one because it definitely you can see so just hear and feel the influence of that 90s era so it, it's truly and it's in, fresh it's remarkable what she's doing mm-hmm. it's fresh and it's unique and it's
0: nostalgic at the same time and that's what i really appreciate about what use caution has done here alec where is she from is she
1: from europe do you do you know it's all good if you don't have it off, off the top of your head i'm just curious you know i actually i, I of course i i, I should have should have known this already she's uh also australian so <laughs> there you go uh, you know they've got so much talent over there. I mean, it's a uh, it's wonderful to see. We've we, I think we've featured. We should make a sub list of all the Australian <laughs> artists that we featured on the show. Unknowingly, we're not even trying to. It's just Dude. you know there's just a lot of talent. Forget
0: beyond the beats. It's down under beats. Okay, let's freaking <laughs> go, man. I mean, seriously, the Australians—they've got it. Use caution. Oh I'm so happy that you've introduced me to her music because this is something. I would love to hear live. I would just love to, you know, kind of get that energy raised when I'm at like a, a main stage set or something like this is so cool. So thank you for introducing us to uh, to
1: use Caution, my friend. I really appreciate it. Absolutely my pleasure. So champions, please make sure to go and support these artists if you like them. We're going to have links to their socials while well as the songs on our show notes.
0: EDM champions, you already know, we're back in it. We're back, we're back on we're the back. sticks. We're doing the damn thing. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Share the show with your friends. It really helps us out in a major, major way. And you know, if you know people that love EDM, just get them tapped into Beyond the Beats. We'll do our job in terms of bringing them in. You just got to provide the, the, the meat and potatoes to them, our show. <laughs> but we will see you all next week for episode 132. In the meantime, keep dancing, keep smiling, and be cool.